Welcome to the Edutainer Podcast. My name is Erin Albert. In this podcast, we explore the intersection between education and entertainment. Stay tuned for another episode coming up next. Hey everybody, Aaron Albert. It is Wednesday, January 5th, 2022, and we're moving on to our 22 ways to have an amazing new year. Today is tip three coming up. Okay, tip number one back on Monday, focused on your values. Tip two, yesterday, your virtues, which again are your values in action. Today, on this third tip, we're going to switch gears a little bit and focus on your strengths. And I know I haven't even gotten to things like goal writing yet, but I think it's important to back up. Focus on you, boo, first and foremost, before we go writing any goals, resolutions, etc., for how to have an awesome new year. So strengths are something we've talked about a lot on this podcast in previous seasons, but it's worth mentioning one more time that if by chance you haven't done a strengths assessment on yourself, now is a wonderful time to do that. And generally, your strengths don't change that much over time, whereas your values and your virtues might change. So this is for the folks that have never done a strengths test on themselves or an assessment yet. Here are three really good tips on how to assess your strengths. Okay, the three different methods that I use in coaching my clients. Number one is the classic, Strengths Finder. There is a book called Strengths Finder available. You can buy it at any of your favorite bookstores. With the book, if you buy a new copy, You'll also get a strengths assessment to go along with the book. And the book breaks down the 30 or 35-ish different strengths or archetypes of strengths that people tend to have. So I think that's a great one because a lot of people in HR, in career development, use that strengths-based Strengths finder language when talking about or asking a candidate about their strengths. So you can go out and do the assessment and get your top five strengths, read them in the book, and then figure out, I think is what is most important, create those stories from your past that relate to how you have employed your strengths in the workplace or in your life. So let me give you an example again. One of my strengths, or my top five strengths that's been consistent over time, is maximizer. Now, that's not my number one, but it is one that I really employ a lot in the workplace. So, for example, it might be taking a process and improving it somehow. Maybe it's taking something that somebody else created and adding to it in the workplace. So you want to give specific, concrete examples of how you employ that strength. And that, again, could be in the workplace or it could even be in your life personally. So take those top five strengths, create those stories, and have them ready to go, particularly in this great resignation, reshuffling, whatever you want to call it. 
So you have them if and when you have any kind of career conversations. And for that matter, it might still be a conversation with your current employer about how your skills have changed over time, how your workload has changed, even how your job description has changed. So it's really important to know your strengths and then have the stories to back those up. Now, I'm not saying make anything up, but I'm sure you have examples of your past where you employed those strengths to develop great outcomes, results for either your employer or projects that you worked on or even personal goals that you've had for yourself. Now, let's say you can't for some reason afford the $15 book. The Strengths Finder book is usually at most libraries, by the way, too, although you can't get access to the precise test online without a new access code and a new book. Okay, if you're a broke college student, I totally get it. In that case, you might want to use a free test out there that's called High Five, H-I-G-H, the number five. You can go out, Google that, and there is also a strengths-based assessment with the High Five test. And it, too, will give you kind of those archetypes back to you so you can help, again, articulate stories from your past that align to your strengths. Now, why is this important? Well, it's really important for the same reasons that we discussed values, in that if you are using your strengths, if you're focused on them and you're maximizing those strengths, you're going to be a better employee, you're going to be a better spouse, you're going to be a better uh, parent even. You could be better in your life because you're focused on the things that you are really strong at. And it's really important to build on your strengths rather than trying to build incrementally on your weaknesses because your weaknesses are just that they're never really going to get strong at the level that your strengths are strong if that makes sense so it's really important to know what your strengths are document those and keep those along with your values and for that matter back to episode one where we talked about your values you might want to create those stories that even mash up for bonus points today your values to your strengths. So let me give you an example there. And I saved my number one strength specifically for this example. So my number one strength is futuristic. I am obsessed with what tomorrow brings. And then I mentioned to you that one of my values are working on the forefront of knowledge. Do you see how those two dovetail together? So back to my example of the metaverse. I am working to learn everything that I can right now about the metaverse and then how healthcare fits into the metaverse so I can bring to my clients that I work with at Apex Benefits and Kinetic Health every day what's coming in the metaverse around the future of healthcare. So it employs not only my value of my personal values of being on the forefront of knowledge, but it also employs my strength of being futuristic. Again, that's level 2.0 if you really want to go there and mash up your values to your strengths. That's a great example, but I don't, I don't have perfect five examples either of my values to my strengths. That just happens to be one specific definition and mashup. So 
you really need to take episodes one, two, and three here together. And if by chance you haven't listened to the first two tips, I would recommend that you go back and listen to those. Because this trifecta of your values, your virtues, and your strengths, knowing those and being very clear on those are going to help set you up for an amazing year because you're going to be focused on the things that matter most. There's tip three for you. Be sure to come back tomorrow. We'll be moving on to tip number four. And before I go, I mentioned three different tests you could take. The third test, if you happen to be an entrepreneur like me, there is a separate book called Entrepreneurial Strengths Finder. And it's written by the same folks with the Gallup organization that wrote Strengths Finder, but it's focused very heavily on the skills and the talents that you need to be an entrepreneur. Now, it doesn't give you blatant words to describe you. What it does is it shares with you all the kind of characteristics that an entrepreneur needs to have. And it'll tell you, based upon the assessment that you take along with the book, what you're really strong at, what you're okay at, and then what you could improve over time. So that's also a bonus tip for you today, Entrepreneurial Strengths Finder. I also recommend that if you've been curious about being an entrepreneur, this might be a separate assessment that you want to take on yourself. Take care. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Edutainer, Season 6. I'm Erin Albert. You can follow me over at LinkedIn, or you can find me at my website, erinalbert.com. Or, of course, I'm always listening over at Twitter, at Erin L. Albert. Or you can find me on the gram, at Erin Albert. Also, if you love and want to support this podcast, please go over to patreon.com slash the edutainer. You can sign up as a super fan and get my behind the counter blog, supplemental materials from the edutainer podcast all the way through to my own op eds on different topics within healthcare, pharmacy practice, education, entertainment. If you truly want the behind the curtain scenes on more content around this tiny little slice of podcasting in the universe, head on over to patreon.com slash the edutainer. And thanks in advance for supporting. <laughs>